0: with a little bit of naughtiness. Our girl of the story, Ashley Turbort. Check her Instagram, link below, while listening to the story. If you want to be the next girl of the story, check out the link below.
1: The next story is posted by user Nina Lessie from r slash erotica. The title of this post is I cheated on my husband with my ex. Sit back and enjoy the story. The bitter taste of tobacco that covered his lips felt all too familiar. It flashed all of our memories back into my mind. The laughter, the excitement, the love and the passion. I felt it all back when I pressed my lips onto his. I knew I shouldn't have done that, but I couldn't help it. Seeing him in front of me sparked up all the emotions I thought I had buried. The smell of his cologne mixed in with the cigarette smoke flashed all of our memories back into my mind. I remember all the sleepless nights we spent together, laughing, chatting, cuddling, and making love to each other. The lazy mornings where I'd beg him to stay in bed with me until it was time for lunch and the cozy dinners we had on the boat, rocking from side to side. All of my emotions crashed. Into me like waves without warning, dragging further away from the shore and leaving me with no control over my thoughts. I knew I shouldn't have kissed him, but I did. And even though it pains me to know that I hurt Oscar, I knew deep down that I would do it again if I could go back in time. Tom and I broke up three years ago. After having been together for two years, the timing was just not right for either of us. He had to travel back to England to focus on his career. And I had to stay in Switzerland to finish my PhD. We tried long distance for a while, but it didn't work out. We lost touch and we drifted apart. That's when I met Oscar. He was working at the same lab as me and I technically cheated on Tom with Oscar. I say technically because in reality, Tom and I were not together anymore, but we just didn't talk about it. Both of us kept postponing the conversation. Knowing well enough that what we had going on was nowhere near what a relationship should be. And I slept with Oscar before Tom and I had officially broken up. I don't intend it to sound like an excuse, but I genuinely think that it was a gray zone when I slept with Oscar and that I wouldn't count it as cheating. Whatever reason, Tom and I broke up and I started dating Oscar. Things began to move quickly. And within a year we were married and living together. Everything was perfect at first. But as the honeymoon phase started to fade away, things took a sour turn. Oscar is 15 years older than me, and he doesn't put any effort to keep up with my lifestyle. His hobbies are fishing by the lake and watching the football game with his boys. We never do anything fun anymore, and lately, it feels more like he's my roommate than my husband. Having sex or spending time together feels like a chore. Neither of us is enjoying it. And anyone who pays the slightest bit of attention can tell that we're forcing it. The truth is that we both rushed into it. We didn't think about our relationship long-term. Oscar wants to have kids, and I have no intention of ever bearing a child. I want to travel and see the world with him, but he wants to settle down and buy a house together. We've been arguing every couple of days, and it seems like our relationship is heading to a brick wall. So when Tom messaged me saying that he's flying over to Switzerland for his cousin's wedding. I offered to show him around. I knew that Oscar would get annoyed if I told him that I'm meeting Tom, but I also knew that there was no way he'd ever find out. Given that he just sits around the house all day and never questions where I'm going, it was practically impossible for him to know that I'm meeting Tom. So I just packed an overnight bag and told him that I'm visiting a friend in Lucerne on Saturday. The train ride took around three hours and the whole way there I kept playing different scenarios in my head I hadn't seen Tom in over 3 years and I had no idea how to act around him I wasn't even sure if he knew that I was married How do you tell the love of your life that you're already married The thought kept dwelling in my head and I tried to come up with different ways to justify our marriage But as the train pulled over to the platform I did something I'm not proud of My heart was racing My thoughts were muffled up And at that moment, I decided to take off my wedding ring. I thought it would make things easier if I just don't talk about my marriage, at least not for today. My eyes were desperately searching for a familiar face through the crowd, growing the anticipation with every second that passed. Then I saw him standing at the very end of the platform, both of his hands in his pockets. His legs spread into a wide stance and his chest puffed up with confidence. He was filtering the crowd. Looking for the brunette that had fallen head over heels for him. The innocent, loving girl who slipped through his fingers. But she wasn't there anymore. I changed a lot over the years. Both my look and my thoughts. I dyed my hair blonde. And I lost weight. My cheekbones were more prominent now. And my breasts were much smaller than he remembers. My mindset changed too. I became a person I barely recognize. I used to laugh every day. But now my smile is hidden behind desperation. Everything that I thought I wanted didn't fulfill me. I got caught up chasing clouds. But here, just in front of me, was one person who could make all of that go away. He was the only person I'd ever truly loved and connected with. I waved my arm up to catch his attention and his face lit up with excitement. He started to walk in my direction with a smile stretched from one ear to another and energy in his eyes. Tom looked just as I remembered him, chubby and tall. His hair shaved and his eyebrows thick and scruffy. His beard was thin and patchy on his cheeks, but fuller towards his jaw and neck. He reached his arms out, and we hugged each other, pressing our chests together and squeezing in tightly. Perhaps a bit longer than a hug between friends should be, but neither of us cared. For that moment, it felt like we were alone at the train station like everything else around us came to a standstill. That's when we kissed. We kissed like neither of us had ever tasted the lips of another person before. Soft, gentle and warm. The kind of kiss that just fills you up with energy and pulls you in for more. He ran his fingers through my hair and we rested our foreheads together without saying a word. Savoring that moment between us, so silent and so perfect in between the buzzing crowd. The train commander whistled the final bell and it snapped us back to reality. I'm so happy to see you again. He breathed, still holding my face in between his palms. Me too, I replied, hugging him again. We walked outside of the station and into the first coffee shop that we could find. So how's it going? When's the wedding? I asked, trying to make conversation. I was genuinely curious about what he'd been up to over the past years, but I also just wanted to hear his voice. I had forgotten how deep and sexy he sounded when he spoke as if a seductive symphony was playing in my ears. We sat there for hours, refilling our coffee cups and sparking up memories, both playing a game, teasing each other and igniting a flame. I've missed you, he said, placing his hand over my mind. We both kept staring at our hands, gently interlacing our fingers and oblivious to our surroundings. So are you going back home tonight? He asked. Nah, I'll probably stay the night and then take the morning train. I don't feel like traveling for another three hours today. And I'm sure the hotel has a room for me. Well, you don't have to stay at the hotel. I booked a really nice cabin up by the lake. And the rest of my family are coming in a few days, which means that there's plenty of empty rooms. You should stay with me. I don't know Tom. I don't want things to get complicated between us. The thing is, you're married. I know doesn't take much nowadays to figure things out. I saw a picture of you and your husband on Facebook. And that doesn't change anything for you. I asked flustered. I didn't think that he knew. How could he flirt with me like that if he knew I was not available? It doesn't really seem to be changing anything for you, that's for sure. You wouldn't have come all the way here if your marriage was in order, he protested. I felt a heat spreading all over my body, and the nausea crept back up. I was hurt that he attacked my marriage like that, but at the same time I knew he was right. Why did I come here if I didn't want to cheat on my husband? What was I thinking when I packed my bag to stay the night? At least come by and spend some time with me. You can leave tonight and sleep at the hotel. I looked around the cafe, watching the people. Some were reading, others on their phones and a few had their friends or family sitting with them. I didn't recognize anyone. There was no way of Oscar finding out unless I told him. I considered Tom's offer and try my best to resist to come up with a reason why I shouldn't go with him. But he was right, my marriage was not in order and it was not enough of a reason to decline his offer. I had a strange feeling of guilt. Not because I thought what I was doing was wrong, but because I didn't feel it. I didn't feel like I was betraying Oscar. And it was that thought that gave me the courage to accept Tom's offer. Okay, I'll come by. I love that lake anyway. It would be a nice to get out of the city life for once. Tom paid the bill and I ordered a cab for us. Neither of us said anything throughout the ride. We both stared through the windows taking in the views that lead up to the cabin. The place was breathtaking. A beautiful modern cabin made out of dark wood that contrasted against the tin white layer of snow that covered everything else around. We walked into the living room, where the fireplace was burning, and sat down onto the couch. Our bodies were inches apart from each other. Our hands were touching and I could feel his warm breath against my skin. We both hesitated slightly, unsure of what to do next until I leaned in and kissed him again. This time it was more aggressive. I wanted him, all of him. I wanted to rip off all of his clothes and feel his warm body against mine. We kept on kissing, playfully biting each other, pulling our bodies closer together and taking off our clothes. It felt like a race against time, like I had been waiting for this moment to happen again for years. There was one thing on my mind, And one thing only, I wanted to feel close to him again, to have him inside me stretching up my tender walls. Soon after our lips had touched, we were both naked. I climbed off the sofa and sat down onto the carpet, leaning onto my elbows and parting my legs. I lifted my chin up and licked my lower lip, motioning Tom to kneel down in between my thighs. He knew exactly how to turn me on, and he didn't waste any time getting to it. He licked his fingers and slid them over my labia. Teasing my clit and taunting my pussy, making me desire him even more. Then, just as I leaned my head back, Tom slid his tongue over my pussy pressing it in and tasting my juices. Oh Tom, I missed your tongue so much, I moaned, running my fingers through his hair. My beating jewel swelled up as he laid his lips over it, lightly sucking it and flicking his tongue over it. He dug his fingers into my thighs and pulled me in even closer to him, covering his face entirely devouring my pussy like it was the sweetest dessert he's ever tasted. Within a couple of minutes I started edging towards my first orgasm. My back arched. My hips bucked up and my hands squeezing my breasts. I closed my eyes and moaned as he made me climax for the first time in weeks. It had been ages since I last masturbated or had sex and it felt like I had just jumped off a cliff. Adrenaline and endorphins were rushing through my brain, giving me an entirely new level of orgasm. Right there as I laid in a wet puddle of Tom's, saliva and my pussy juices I felt alive. I felt horny. I felt my pussy twitch and contract desperate to be filled up. Tom stood up onto his knees, grabbed my thighs and in one swift motion pulled me onto his cock. I could feel him throbbing as he started to move himself around my pussy, slowly at first giving me time to stretch out and relax. But soon after he crossed my legs, resting them onto his shoulders and started to thrust his hips hard and fast, deeper with every push, slapping his balls against me and milking my pussy. I closed my eyes and threw my hand over my head, perking up my boobs and making my waist look smaller as I enjoyed every inch of his cock. I could see that he was getting tired of the constant hammering, but I wasn't about to be done just yet. I brought my legs down and pushed him onto his back, climbed onto my feet pressed my hands on his chest and started to bounce over him. I liked being on top. It gave me a sense of power. It made me feel sensual and carnal knowing that I could control him. I slowed down my rhythm and bent over to kiss him again, grabbing the side of his neck with hands and squeezing just enough to show him who's in charge. As our lips parted, I climbed off and turned around to face his feet, positioning myself into a reverse cowgirl. Back when we were dating this was his weakness, So I wanted to test his limits and see if I could still drive him mad like I used to. I sat on his stiffness and started to rock my hips back and forth, grinding my pussy into him. Oh for fuck's sake, your ass looks amazing, he mumbled out of breath. I felt a slight burn on my skin as he slapped his hand onto my ass, squeezing it and guiding me over him. I kept on rocking my hips and bouncing over him pushing him close to the edge. Get on all fours, he said. I want to fuck you from behind. I know how much you love that. I smiled at the fact that he remembered all of my dirty favorites, crawled onto my knees and pushed my ass up in the air for him to please me. He grabbed the sides of my hips and slid his member inside me as far as he could and we matched each other's pace. Tom slapped my ass one more time and started to fuck me hard and deep. I licked my fingers against and continued to circle my clit, bringing my body to the second orgasm. And just as I shivered onto his cock, Tom pulled himself out and spurted cum onto my back. He took a minute to squeeze out all the cum and to feel out the amazing orgasm he'd just had, then reached out for the tissues standing on the coffee table and wiped the cum off my back. I sat up onto the carpet and rested my back against the sofa, covering myself with the blanket that was laid out to decorate it. I looked up at Tom whose face was flushed with energy and smiled. I missed him and now I had him.
0: That was one hot story from our friend. Make sure to rate and subscribe for more episodes. If you want to be the next girl of the story, contact me using the email or directly order from the Fiverr link below. Thank you for listening to our Friends Erotic Story.